This podcast episode was recorded live by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med at the 2022 ASH Annual Meeting in New Orleans. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm here with Dr. Ian Bolini, uh, who is here to talk about his, his abstract here on healthcare disparities and AML treatment. So thanks so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So I am a third-year hematology oncology fellow at BCU Massey Cancer Center. My area of clinical focus is in acute leukemia, both in acute myeloid leukemia and acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And um, I'm going to be a third-year hemonc fellow for another six months, and then I will be going to the University of Texas in the Anderson in Houston, Texas. Great. So I know you have your uh, study here on healthcare disparities and AML treatment. Would you like to tell us a little bit about the background behind this study um, and why you decided to investigate it? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be delighted to. So this work actually builds on several studies that we have done in the past year, which were represented at our national conferences at ASH last year in Atlanta, as well as ASCO in Chicago just this summer. So we previously reported outcomes on AML and ALL patients receiving therapy, specifically looking at healthcare disparities between minorities and non-minorities. And we were able to show quite a few striking findings. And one of the big findings that was concerning specifically in our patient population that was reflective of a national population as well was that minorities tended to have lower rates of procession to stem cell transplant, which is a curative modality. And they also tended to have lower rates of insurance coverage as well. And we hypothesized that the two may have been related. So in addition to that, we also noticed that minorities and non-minorities have lower rates of response and lower survival, particularly for the minority group. They tended to not do so well compared to the non-minorities. So the purpose of this year's presentation was to build on that data. And we wanted to essentially be able to pin down what is happening in some of these specific minority groups. And minorities are a very, very large and diverse group. And so we specifically focused on African-Americans in this study, which I'll just refer to as black patients from here on out. And one of the big findings that we had discovered in this year's study was that Black patients, specifically black males, were very much underrepresented in our study. So about 30% of our black cohort was male and 70% was female. And this is strikingly different from national SEER data, which is usually a 50-50 distribution between the sexes. In addition to that, uh, patients in our uh, black patient population cohort was, were also significantly more likely to not be able to have insurance coverage. So they were either uninsured or they had Medicaid. So in addition to that, after we had analyzed um, after we had analyzed the baseline factors, we found that our black cohort had a lower overall survival numerically, but not statistically, compared to our white cohort. And we had accounted for these differences looking at issues with the biology of the disease. So intermediate risk disease versus adverse risk AML. And we accounted for those factors. And we found that in both cohorts, the survival was numerically shorter and favored the white cohort and not the black cohort. And that shouldn't be happening. And 
So we wanted to try to find out what factors had led to that. So those were our findings, and they really suggest a need for one, more accessible healthcare for everyone to be able to try to equalize those outcomes, try to get everyone to transplant, you know, ideally if we can. And uh, two, the difference between black males and the white cohort being able to get treatment, have access to healthcare is very striking and very concerning. And it's indicative that maybe we need to do a better job as physicians at, at reaching out to people, educating people, and, and trying to get these people in for follow-up and so they can be treated. So that was our study. Great. Yeah. Um, so do you have any recommendations for how these findings could be implicated into practice in the future, both on a community level or even on a broader level? Yeah, absolutely. So there are a lot of ways because currently with the state of healthcare in America right now, with the way it is, there are a lot of uh, opportunities for improvements that, that we can certainly make. But with the results of our study, we found that the two areas uh, that represented the most uh, striking areas for improvement were, number one, um, being able to target uh, populations of, of patients that may not have access to care that are localized in certain areas in the community. So perhaps we can do something like open up a new clinic in those areas or a satellite clinic in those areas or make it easier for transportation to um, be, be accessible from our main center to those areas. So those are some ways that we can increase the accessibility of healthcare, at least locally. But on a national level, more change has to happen. So I, ideally programs better than, than Medicaid or, or some other alternative um, programs that may offer partial coverage to try to get to stem cell transplant. It, it needs to be able to to be offered to these patients and to happen for these patients. We don't really have anything like that. We have some patient assistance programs, but we really need to be able to build on, on what we can offer uh, our patients so we can get them to transplant. It's definitely. Yeah. Um, anything else you'd like to share, either about your research or about the other research being presented? Yeah, so we um, do a, a quite a bit of uh, research on uh, healthcare disparities, but in actuality, a vast majority of our research is actually on uh, outcomes in molecular outcomes, in particular for both AML and ALL. And uh, I do have another abstract that is being presented today in a poster presentation this afternoon, looking at molecular stratification of azacitidine or decitabine with venetoclax in the treatment of AML. And there's been considerable interest in this particular topic because given the popularity and success of the combination regimen, we're always looking for ways that we can improve treatment outcomes and finding certain molecular cohorts that may benefit uh, from these drugs. And so that's exactly what we did. Um, and if you'd like to come by, and I'd be happy to, to show you something about it. Absolutely, yeah. definitely. Well, thanks so much for sharing all this. It was really great, great hearing about it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this podcast recorded live at the 2022 ASH annual meeting by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med. For more expert perspectives on the latest in cancer research and treatment, be sure to subscribe to the podcast at conveymed.io and oncdata.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media for news, exclusive interviews, and more. Thank you.